another episode this is number 66 i am no alliance as always coming at you from the what's really going on podcast uh before we get into it be sure to follow us on all of our social media that includes twitter and instagram at wrgo pod be sure to subscribe on youtube where you can watch all of our videos in full be sure to like listen subscribe and share on apple podcasts spotify soundcloud and google play lastly be sure to check out our website uh www what's really going on pod.com as always i am joined by mackenzie and henry how are you guys what's up i'm good on this lovely thursday evening henry me chilling you know trying to make moves okay Person. Your energy, I, I feel like, never really matches ours, Henry. I love it. What? Oh, hi, you guys. What's going on? Like, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, thank we'll you. Be, we'll be, like, excited, and you'll be like, you know, I'm just getting to the money. Or, yeah. like, just... I mean, I am. That's all it is these days. Oh, my gosh. LLC Twitter. <laughs> anyway. As of, as of December 13, 2020, you are correct. Uh, and, <laughs> Why y'all making face? <laughs> and ends episode. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get right into it. Uh, with some breaking news that just happened today. Uh, so the U.S. House a couple of hours ago, we are recording on Thursday, February fourth, voted to expel Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene from the Labor and Education Committee. She represents the northwest portion of the state, the Chattanooga suburbs in Georgia. She was removed from her committee's following video surfacing of her harassing a Parkland survivor shooting uh, victim, saying that Muslims should not serve in Congress and that 9-11 was a hoax. Um, this has been getting a lot of traction. So I think the, the main question is kind of like, what do you all, what does it say about kind of the Republican Party post-Trump? Because I feel like everyone has been talking this kind of consistent theme of how, uh, you know, once Trump goes, you know, everything's going to return back to normal. But clearly, and Henry, I'm sure you could speak to this better than anyone since you're the Georgia resident of us. Like, what does this kind of just say about all of this? I mean, it don't do nothing for me. Chattanooga is, you know, that's Republican territory. Like I said on the previous podcast, um, especially when we're talking about like voting and stuff. I mean, you have Atlanta, you have the metropolitan Atlanta, and then you have Georgia. That's all different, you know, things. And that uh like she don't bother me you know what i'm saying i don't care i would say to the question of like you know what does this say about the republican party like post donald trump <clears throat> i will hope since we're back to normalcy or whatever they want to call it um they try to hold her accountable to some degree so that's my take mackenzie My take is honestly, so I've been watching it all day and I don't know what Republicans are smoking, but like the things that they were saying to like justify it, it was crazy because even outside of like representatives in the house, people get fired every day from jobs, from tweets that they've made in the past. Even the job I've had, and I think I've told y'all this, they kind of pulled me to the side before they even confirmed me to be hired that, you know, you need to clean up your old tweets and your old social media. So I don't know why they were acting like 
in this world that we already operate in, in social media, like people get called out for old social media posts every single day. So the way that they were like, this isn't what we stand for. I'm like, are y'all, it are, it's, it's one thing that, okay, maybe you guys are just still like not really trying to condemn some of the things that she's saying, or are y'all really operating in a world where y'all don't know that people are being held accountable outside of this house of representatives for their social media posts? It was just so weird. Cause I'm like, some of them, like McCarthy, McCarthy was sitting up there saying like, um, this is not what we represent. And what if everybody gets um, represented on things that they've done years ago? I'm like, Okay. They do though. They do. Yeah. Like in regular right. world, they do. In our jobs, they That's do. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just, but that's why I guess I was kind of like confused because I'm like, are y'all going just this hard because you guys just don't want to condemn somebody from your own party? Or all y'all are, are all, or are you all that out of touch to not realize that this really happens every single day in most job offices? Yeah. I think it's a mixture of both. I mean, I think it's like, I think they know that at least in the Republican party, they can't clap back on her too hard because I'm sure they know that a lot of their supporters probably believe the crap that she says. But that's, isn't that like a problem unless there's some Republican party like, you know, stands on because yeah. from my understanding the Republican party is nothing but like a financial life freedom. Like I believe in everybody funding themselves. We don't believe in government support. Right. That's what they say. Right, so it should be show whatever y'all should be able to cut them out because, like, to we're to the point we were talking about last time to where, like, again, we kind of alluded to this earlier to where, like, we're in this, like, oh, post Trump era, everything's back to normal, whatever. And then we were at posing a question last podcast as of like who are going to be the ones calling these people out, and I think that that goes to both parties, not just the Democrats, because for me. I don't classify myself as a Democrat, I'm an independent. Uh, so for that case, you know, you kind of like look at both parties and see what they're doing. And like, you know, just because of history or whatever, Democrats tend to favor and my like, you know, m- with my morals. So my point again is who is like gonna be calling these people out on either side? Uh, who's gonna hold these people accountable? Um, to my point earlier, like hopefully they hold it, like her, you know what I'm saying, accountable. Cause this yeah. is like crazy. Um, especially in 2021 to where we're trying or at least trying on a large stand front of America to exist in this like, you know, equality, progressive, everybody's equal, you know, people should be, you know, held accountable for their actions era. Like we, we can't just play a blind eye to stuff like this. Yeah. And I think like to go even further, I know like earlier was it, I don't know if it was, no, it was la- later late last week where her and Corey Bush, the freshman member from St. Louis had basically like a verbal argument and mm-hmm. Marjorie Taylor Greene was getting all up in her face. And I think it was really indicative that like Nancy Pelosi moved Corey Bush and her staff away. But I think like, that's kind of like representative of like the problem is that like when something happens, largely black women, they're forced to do all the relocating. They're still, you know, Corey Bush and her staff still have to like work in fear but Marjorie Taylor Greene just gets like a slap on the wrist. So it's kind of like what, like, and I think that's on like Pelosi. I think it's on more people to just be like, no, she shouldn't even be in here. And right. like- That's on both sides again. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hold, you know what I'm saying? Working class people, professionals to a higher standard. You know, yeah. you're not just representing yourself or what you believe in, you're representing your district, 
your state and all the people that sent you here. So you need to understand that you have to act in an according like fashion. Yeah. Yeah. And also like this lady was sitting on like the education committee. Like you're talking about endorsing conspiracy theories and white supremacy, but then you're also in the same capacity going to turn around and and pass legislation and talk about bills that influence our kids a lot of yes i'm just like what'd you say i said again it's going to affect a lot of us like a a lot of yeah so yeah i don't really like but also like henry said like it's also like Pelosi and I just feel like I mean we say this I feel like every Thursday like Democrats also need to do a lot more work and stuff like this is like like the example you brought up about bringing I mean moving Cory Bush and not the other way it's little things like that that I think that are the the things that both parties need to recognize that even though that we might be the good party and everybody is on our side or whatever or we're more progressive than the other party doesn't mean that we don't have flaws ourselves and it's really starting to get annoying yeah i mean i think to your point and especially to what henry was kind of saying like henry's kind of had this like wholesome approach of like it's just about like the end result like you can say whatever you're gonna say and you can say how it's wrong but like what are you actually doing to stop it and i think like them removing her from committees like that's cute but like she's still there like that doesn't that literally doesn't do anything like she still has the power of Congress to do whatever she wants. And she might not have a vote on committee, but she still has a vote on the floor. She can still give speeches. She can still do anything at any time. She can still exist. She still has a job. And that's, that's the problem because I mean, we all know that if it was a woman of color or anybody that wasn't a white person, they would have been somehow figured out some way to be excommunicated officially. So it's annoying half-ass as usual sorry yeah so moving on one thing that i actually did not know that was about to happen soon is impeachment uh the impeachment of president trump is set to begin on tuesday and will last more than about a week congressman jamie raskin of maryland who is leading the impeachment has called on trump to testify but the former president will not according to a spokesperson uh trump was impeached uh in the house for his conduct involving the january 6th riot at the capitol um, I totally forgot that like this was a thing. Um, given that Trump's out of office, should we kind of still care about it? Yes. He need to be yes. held accountable. He need to be prosecuted beyond impeachment. You know what I'm talking about? Like all them crimes he did with businesses and taxes and uh, anything, discrimination, impeachment. He need every charge came against him. With, that up. came. Yes, but is it gonna happen? That, yeah, I'm kind of in the same, like, I I guess I'm, yes, I am tired of talking about him. I wish we could just officially turn the page and just move forward. However, like there are, not to use it. Because you like said something like, boom, trigger something for me. Like, I, to the point of officially turning the page, that's how they're going to try to wipe him down in history. And I don't think that's fair to like, my young, my kids, they need to know what he did and how he played a part in history because if, it, either way, if we want to admit it or not, he really opened up a truth of America. I'm going to just say that, and you can go ahead. I'm sorry. I wouldn't even say he opened it up, but the truth was always there. I mean, it, I just, I guess, made people more, more comfortable. But yeah. Um, yeah. Um, 
what I will say though, yeah, I wish we could just move on and not talk about him because I, I am just so sick of talking about him. However, however, it's, it is like, and I hate to re like say what the Democrats are saying and like use the same rhetoric, but it does, he does need to be held accountable. You cannot hold this position of office and do some of the things that you've done and just get away with it. Like that is just, we, we can't just let him get by like that. And whether impeachment really does anything to his, like, is he going to go to jail or, you know, does he really care? No, but like for future reference, no, you cannot do these things because in this office, we, you have to have at least some type of respectability politics by the, the bare minimum. Like he was so out of control. Yeah. So yeah, I think we should care, but also in the same breath, we're still in a pandemic. People need actual help, vaccines, money, like, so if there was some way for people to do two things at once and they claim that they can do that, but mm, it's not how they're set up. It's not happening. It's not how they're set up. I mean, that's my worry is that I think like, I kind of wish they would have did it as soon as possible. Um, because the longer we get away from kind of like the events at the Capitol, it just, it's not prevalent in our mind anymore. Like as soon as he did it, they should have walked that joint up. And I don't care if they brought it up on the 19th or even the day after Biden got sworn in, they should have done it immediately. And I think kind of doing it now, it needs to happen. But I think the easiest answer for probably most people, especially Republicans, is like, well, he's not in office anymore. And that's a crap excuse. But I think that's probably most people's thinking is like, well, he's not here anymore. So why am I focused on it? Which is a false way of thinking. But um I kind of feel like they definitely missed a chance to bring it up like ASAP because people can just forget about it. What I said to when I like got in with McKenzie, like they're going to try to erase all of this stuff that happened. Mm -hmm. as if It wasn't important. It didn't mean anything. Like who in history has ever attacked the Capitol? And then not only that, the president kind of incited it. And not only that, he should have got impeached the first goddamn on time. So yeah. he's like, <laughs> Bro, like for to me, um, people have died. Like, people died yeah. from that. Like we've yeah. like lost lives because of that. So yeah, like I, I mean, not to cut you off, but yeah, like I really wish we would stop. I like I don't want to talk about him anymore. However, like you cannot go back to Palm Beach, Florida, and be chilling, and you can't. Yeah, chilling. Like you can't. That's just uh, that's unacceptable. Yeah, really and I is. think to your point, McKenzie, I think like. And I've read it in some reports, but not that many times. Like, we still don't really know what actually happened at the Capitol. Like, it's still unclear. And like, a Capitol the police officer, was, the lack yeah. of details yeah. and transparency. Because imagine if this was wherever we wanted to protest. There, it was these black protesters were. Yeah, I mean, so like, for me, you you got judges, kids up there. Like, you have public officials, bro, up there, military veterans there, executive, sea level executives. Like, it was important people up there. So many, like, and the thing that's kind of irking me, and you know, Twitter be with they fake news, and I don't know, like, I haven't sourced it, but I've seen that, like, this black man was being prosecuted for being there. there. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I haven't seen. No white person, you know what I'm saying, getting shackled, big charges being pushed through. Like stuff has been dropped. I've seen stuff drop. So to me, that's like very and annoying. People making bail. Yeah. That, that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so 
y'all gonna tell us what's up. Like, that's not even cool. That's really like, again, I said, this is another podcast that shows you the powers that may be who have control. Cause it's like, this just gonna get washed under the water. It never happened. Trump's not gonna be held accountable. That was just the time we experienced and we move on. The COVID pandemic. And you move uh, yeah. on. Like that was nah. it. It's gonna be a subtitle. That pisses that pisses me off. I mean, understandably so. I mean, I think they need to like the fact that they haven't had like congressional investigate, like they need to grill everybody who was involved. Like, I don't think it gets talked enough that like a Capitol Police officer was like beat to death with like a fire extinguisher. <laughs> like crazy yeah. shit happened. And then and you like, have even, oh, not to cut you off, but then mm-hmm. you even have like people like AOC who, who keeps saying that she truly feels in her heart that her colleagues tried to set like to her kill up her. to kill her. Yeah. That's major. Like, that's Let's talk really about that crazy. Part. Let's talk about how this drone was orchestrated. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah. I mean, that doesn't get, like, to your point, crazy. doesn't get talked about enough. And I think, like, I don't know. I think, and they've had a uh, one senator kind of like read the injuries from like Capitol Police officers and like other people, and it's like, to Henry's point, we don't even know like what actually happened, and until we do, like, how can we get on? But I guess to Henry's point, I guess that's America being America trying to scrape something under the rug. Uh, so now I'm really looking forward to this part of the conversation. Now we're going to get to the big fact. Uh, so this past week in Congress, a group of 16 senators, they co-sponsored a budget amendment to include, uh, to exclude higher income families from receiving the $14,000 stimulus checks that Biden had proposed. The effort was led by a Republican and Democrat Senator Susan Collins from Maine, a Republican, and Joe Manchin from West Virginia, the Democrat. There has also been a new push to have the stimulus checks going to only those under making $50,000 a year or families making less than $100,000. Um, I don't get this at all, um, but like, what should we take from Congress trying to do a reduced stimulus and Biden hasn't said anything yet. And I don't think it's because he supports it, but I think he's trying to read the room, but like, he hasn't said like, yo, I'm debting this. If it comes to my desk, what's going on? Cause if I don't get a stimmy, I'm look, votes are not going to happen. I told y'all, I told y'all January 20th, it was going to be some bullshit. I told y'all this. No, so this is what I've read. He is not opposed to, um, he's committed to completing the $2,000 check. So that's already not sitting well with me. So the four, so he's com- he's committed to completing the $2,000 stimulus right. check would be 14000 <laughs> So that's already strike one. Then he's not opposed to, because Republicans were saying that they want to, like you just said, give the stimulus check to lower income families. So that would be the below 60,000 and whatever. He said, so he's not opposed to that. So that's strike two, three, four, five for me. My thing with him though, is just (laughs) like, you know, directly though, like it's these people, it's been written. It's been re- and that's the thing about him though. The thing about him is he's always, I mean, most politicians always I want to read the room. Him. He's he reading the room and he's slowly reneging on things. Yeah. Now at first it was, yeah. I'm gonna give two thousand dollars checks to Americans. Now I'm gonna give fourteen hundred dollars check to Americans. Now, now I'm gonna give at, it to some of y'all. <laughs> yeah, I'm only give it to some. So we're already we're already Can I just say this. 
he do need to raise it, but like, 50. I mean, it dropped from seventy five to fifty. That's a big drop. That's a huge <laughs> drop. Yeah. So like, that's what I'm gonna say. It, it need like the hundred thousand up. Yeah, y'all don't y'all good. But the hundred thousand. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, the hundred thousand down. I definitely think should get a stimulus check because we are the ones being most affected by it. And now I do. I guess get what they're trying to do with like only giving it to low income, but I made more than fifty thousand dollars. So, bro, I, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> like that's not fair. <laughs> I think the solution would be give more money to the people who make less, but like to cut everybody that's off. Is not, that's, that's, what not that's what I'm trying to balance. I was trying yeah. to like balance it out in my head, like the hundred thousand. Like if you make more than six weeks, like you good, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, I think it's like. It's kind of like I mean, granted, I'm being selfish. I want a stimulus. Like I, yes. like, I, think, I mean, this is very selfish, but but, but still, but, yeah. you. It's actually I don't even think it's about being selfish. This is holding him accountable to things that you've said. Right, you I would said agree. this, I would agree. and now like you're saying said, something. Though, we went from two thousand to fourteen, but I already knew when they they was pushing six hundred out that night. I already knew it was going to be some. Yeah. Bull- when I, like, I got six hundred dollars. This that is still night. what you said. Yeah. That's the thing about holding them accountable. This is what uh, you they said. Gonna be like, and this, this is my thing too with the whole two thousand or the fourteen hundred thing. He didn't pass that six hundred. Trump did, right? That was Trump. Look, he said two bands. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's that's what I'm getting to, Noah. That's what I'm about to say. I'm like, Trump gave me six hundred, and then the twelve hundred. You ain't got nothing to do with that. But the government gonna be like taxes and blah blah. blah. My thing is they be bailing all these. And hedge funds, and we need to talk about GameStop then. But we're gonna get whatever. there. We're gonna get there. Look, we're gonna get it's there. It's like they be bailing all these people out Wall Street and in the banks. But when it comes to us regular, regular people that's trying to come up in the world, you know what I'm saying? They want to treat us like we got it all. Like what? I think my thing is that, and this is something that I want someone to answer because I know like some Democrats have been pushing for this too to like try to be bipartisan, which is like bullshit, but. What I have not yet heard is that, let's say, one, making 51000 so you would just clear this imaginary threshold. Making 51000 in Kentucky or in Wyoming is different than making 51000 in D.C. or New York. So Because right, I said, my, my residence in Maryland, it's expensive around here. Or, and I think another point that needs to be said is that, like, yes, like, the government's taking COVID seriously, but, like, people are still filing unemployment claims. So let's say I make- Not getting it, not getting their benefits. But what I'm saying is that like, let's say a family, they make collectively above 100,000. Let's say someone is in a service industry and loses their job. Like, then what do I do? Like you're, the, the, the process of just not giving people as much money just to have more of a cushion. I think like these people don't understand that like too many people are living check to check. This check would then help them if something happens, they have more freedom to then live. And like that kind of thinking of like, just give it to those who are most needed. Of course, they need it most, but let's try to make sure that other people don't need it as wet or like one check away from going under. Like, Mm -hmm. and also like the annoying thing is that like when rich people get tax breaks, they're not putting it back into the economy. Like if us three get a stimulus, we're actually spending it. We're using that money to go to something that is then keeping a restaurant open. That's keeping some local business open. Like, if we get stimulus checks, it's easier for us to, I'm not going to say too much about our future plans, but it's easier for us to support another business with what we're doing. 
And like that kind of thinking, I don't know if it's just because they're rich or just because they're white or they're not thinking of these things, but like help people not then have to go under. No, but I digress. That's that's my yeah, rant. For today. I, I agree with you. Uh, I definitely, well, that's essentially what I was saying. I definitely feel like, you know what I'm saying? Us working class people, <laughs> Should all kind of partake in like receiving and check. Uh, it is messed up. He, you know, reneged on his initial two thousand. But you, it's the government. What do you say? I definitely. He he got to push the fourteen to everybody under at least hundred thousand because, like, that's just logical. That don't make sense because yeah, pushing wrong. You know what I'm saying? People are living check to check, and to the point, you know what I'm saying? I blurted out like. People who stay in these bigger cities are paying more for rent and food and transportation and just like all of it, uh, especially now in a pandemic to where, you know what I'm saying, certain restrictions are in place so it's more expensive to get to where you gotta go or obtain the services you need. Um, so it's definitely hard for people to survive in these times. Um, so yeah, that's, yeah, I definitely think Focusing on like the needy, like you know, that that's crazy. And then to that point, like people that's filing unemployment, not even getting their unemployment. So my thing, like, where's this? Like, what what's up, man? Yeah, I mean, I think it's like to the point where like I think all of us can agree, like the people who make less need it the most. Like I think no one's debating that. And I I don't know. I've like been thinking about this all day of like if they if they actually do this, um, that's on the Democratic Party because they technically just need 50 votes to get this done in the Senate. And then I think like a real conversation needs to be a point of like, what what was the point? I got you in office and you kept talking about how you're gonna make this better. And then I get I get my income restricted when a Democrat's in office because of what? Answer Literally, that. somebody tweeted, I've seen this on Twitter, it was so funny. Like this man started off the presidency with a bold face lied to the American people. You straight lied to us. You started off with a lie. Like it's actually like, you know, we, I guess we always kind of talk about how politicians kind of drop the ball, but I think this is the first time, at least for me, where I have seen truly like in real time, him drop the ball week after week when it yeah. comes to this bill. And I also think this is just different. Like, I think this is, this is easy to do. This is not yeah. hard. Like the government, like to Henry's point, the government comes up with money out their ass for every other thing. And I don't know. I, I then think that the conversation needs to be of like your little return to normalcy. That doesn't, I don't give a fuck about that. So. Yeah. Bro, what is this return to normalcy? Like what the, it was never normal know. for me, a black it's guy. A hot man. Mess then it's a hot mess now. Yeah. Now I what mean, are we doing? And I think that needs to be a conversation. And like, I don't know who needs to push that, but like someone needs to be like, you just not making, you not setting yourself on fire every day. That's not something to clap about. And I know we're in a pandemic, but like, fuck that. Like you did all this talking and now you ain't do nothing. So we going to see, but I know if we don't get them damn stimulus checks, oh, we're going to be on here cussing for a whole episode. So get ready for that. So now we're going to get into the heads up. We're going to give someone their flowers. So Stacey Abrams has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize for doing her work on voting rights. Uh, it's only something that 107 other people and 22 organizations have got. She is on the list of nominees and fingers crossed that we hope she gets it. Uh, to Henry's point, uh, since he is now a certified checkmark member of LLC Twitter, 
Uh, this has to do with GameStop. So Maxine Waters, the chair of the Financial Services Committee, has called upon Vlad Tenney, the CEO of Robinhood, to testify following their decision to cancel the firm's decision to prevent customers from buying the stock. I vote that they just have Chris Cuomo up there and like drag his ass again because that was entertaining enough. Henry, as a member of LLC Twitter, any any prominent GameStop thoughts or stock options? Why you got to do all the time on LLC Twitter? I've been like into finance since 2000. I worked at West Fargo. Anyway, point being, this was some bullshit and they need to prosecute him to the mother... And I am a plaintiff and I'm trying to figure out how to join a class action because how do you say for... First of all, he'd be like false advertising because like his whole Robin Hood app, the whole theme is to like help, you know, middle-class people learn how to get into stocks and gain money, blah, blah, blah. But then you pause, you freeze all of them from my stock and say you're protecting them when y'all over here gaining, getting all this money for these heads from up that better for to go down in the first place. Yeah, I don't really, all that showed me was that it's a hole. Somebody got your head. <laughs> yeah, it's Somebody a is really in charge of this and it's not free for all people. Like, it's just not. I mean, I guess that was a perfect example of the, this equality isn't equal. Capitalism. <laughs> That's Capitalism. All yeah, yeah, right. Capitalism. Capitalism. If you got money, you can do what the you want. I mean, yeah. we're not part. You got money if you white. When um, in the clip of him and Cuomo or whatever, like the fact that he really couldn't even truly defend. He couldn't even give like, an answer. Give an no answer. That's all I needed all. to know. Nothing. Nothing. He's gonna get, he was, yeah, he's gonna get dragged uh, in. Yeah, he's gonna get dragged in Congress. And like he looked like a little worm. But the thing he is, sure did, they, gonna be like, they just gonna pay a couple people off and move on with their life. Let's just be honest. Yeah, That's I mean. I mean, someone yeah, needs to shut I mean, them yeah, down. That is and I'm, ba- I better be one of the people that be getting paid. I'm gonna just say that now because I had a couple. He, uh, please, please, the amount of people that probably, if the lawsuit does pass, you are gonna get. I mean, a rack isn't bad, but y'all probably gonna get like a rack. It's not gonna be if that. If that, yeah, hey, if that, that rack can go to my my that, that to rack your go- LLC and your little business. There you go. <laughs> Hey, support the Umbrella Network. Stop playing with me. You have a website to drop or to promote or something? Network.co, you know? we are. Well, my final point is that people who do Forex were real quiet that day. And I, yeah. I found I found it funny. That's capitalism, capitalism cool until the wrong Wait, person no, makes the money. Forex has nothing to do with the actual stock market. You know that, right? You said That's- what? Those are two different things. Forex is trading. Uh, well, I when included in my Forex Twitter, Negroes are also stock market tip investing Negroes. So y'all, all them were quiet that day because capitalism cool until the person who shouldn't be making money makes some profit. Well, no, it was like, it was good and bad for some people. So like, let's like, if you already had stock in game. You were good. Stock, yeah, you were fine. Yeah. So like for me, I had AMC. So like the day that day after the GameStop stuff, AMC skyrocketed, and I was trying to sell that mother. And I don't say nothing because because you know the IRS gonna use this against you when you file. Your- I couldn't no, sell it. You better go down Bland Tanny or whatever his name. I couldn't sell it. So it's for, the, it. for the record, I'm not ride or die. I don't know you. Are you oh, that for real? Like Y'all seen that article about for real? He said he was like. I, he told his friends, "Don't do nothing uh, illegal around him because he gonna snitch. He not made for shit." Yeah, well, Pharrell got enough money to avoid jail, but you know, 
Well, that's, that's Mackenzie. What were you saying? Something about Black History um, Month. Happy it is Black February. History Month. We didn't even say that. That's all. Yeah, get out my kente print. Um, <laughs> so finally, uh, the Golden Globes. The awards were uh, the awards released their nominees for their upcoming award show, but did notably not include nominations for what Twitter was most uh, unhappy for was Delroy Lindo for the Five Bloods and May I Destroy You. I think I feel like Henry. We talk about this every year, but I mean, it's just another point of like. They don't really watch our shit so like why are we getting upset about this but like also that but no shade like no shade no shade the five bloods was not i didn't like that. it I, I didn't like it, it was, but delroy, <laughs> it, is, so it was not that good y'all yeah, calm yeah. down it was not delroy lindo did great in that role. He, he did why, good he's a yeah, good actor he, he's a yeah. good actor that's why i specifically like, said him not the film <laughs> yeah i was like this one people like, oh my god and i'm like it wasn't was it wasn't that good it? but delroy lindo was great and he should have <laughs> got something but another yeah. example so that is the 66th episode of the What's Really Going On podcast. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media at WRGOPod. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube where you can watch this video and all of our videos in full. You can also be sure to like, listen, comment, and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Lastly, be sure to check out our website, whatsreallygoingonpod.com. We also, I'll tease this a little bit, we're going to have a special episode next week. So just be on the lookout for that. And Mackenzie and Henry, thank you. Bye, nice coming